been a star of their season tonight. He showed the world what he could do. My God, a question. An extra gear for the freshman. Touchdown. And the freshman is off. Foot race. <laughs> They're looking at shoe bottoms and nothing else. Into the end zone. Touchdown. The freshman just ran it back to Philadelphia. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Future Freshman Podcast. Welcome to episode 15. And today we have a very special appearance. Of course, this is the Future Freshman Spotlight. And today we bring on Mr. C.J. Tiller. He is a committed uh, quarterback heading to Boise State University, the big blue uh, turf that we like to call it. C.J., welcome to the show, man. Thanks. For, thank you guys for having me. You know, I can't wait to be on the blue, too, but I'm also excited to be able to talk to you guys today. So this is awesome. Yep, and of course, we have Mr. Luke Probasco here, the unofficial interview master of Campus Canton. Luke, welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks. Hey, how's it going today? It's going good, man. We're definitely glad to have CG on. And CJ, we're going to get the questions started, man. Uh, we we want to start out with your time there at the Elite 11. You uh, made an original visit there to L.A. and Ohio. Uh, we had a correspondent out there that said he really noticed you had some really tight throws, plus your leadership with the wide receiver room, which he thought uh, was really impressive. He said you're one of those guys that really stood out to him. Tell us about your experience at the Elite 11. Uh, what did you like? Was it uh, just way different from what you're used to? Uh, what are your thoughts there about the Elite 11 and the process there? Yeah, the, the foundation at the Elite 11 started, you know, going back all the way has been great. So just being able to – for them to keep that tradition going and, and doing it now. But uh, I loved it. it. It was a great experience. You know, you got to see all the top quarterbacks around the country and, and really compete against them. And that's the biggest thing for me. I want to see if, how I measure against all those guys and what their weakness is because, you know, a lot of them have the common the common same weakness, and that's something that I like to grind my butt off when I'm training. And so me going to those type of quarterback retreats and, and doing that type of stuff just shows me where I'm, where I'm at on the – on the leaderboard and, and what I need to get better on. And then obviously competing out there to get a spot at Elite 11, but really just comparing myself to a lot others and seeing what they do and what I do different that are ranked higher than me. So that's really it. But I loved it. There. It was great. Yeah, man. Uh, I think, you know, that process is outstanding for anybody in the country. And the fact that just get an invite, I'm sure that's fantastic, man. So, man, you're, you're learning some essential stuff for sure. Uh, tell us about the wide receivers there. Did you make any great connections out there while you're out in Elite 11? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think that my biggest thing is I like to see everybody win and do good. And, you know, I like to spread my knowledge as much as I can. Even though I don't play receiver, I, I, I know a decent enough to, to just help out a little bit. So if I see some guy doing something that really you're going to get coached on in, in college and, and if they end up in the NFL, um, I, I like to, to help them and, and just tell them, like, hey, look out for this. So um, really, I, I talk to Mikey Matthews a lot. Um, I had some of my guys up there like Jaden Price and 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 Jason Harris so I had those guys up there so those are my those are my guys so I wasn't really explaining to them um some things but you know every guy that I could see that needs some work or some things that need to be touched up on I, I would holler at them and just and and tell them what my opinions and thoughts but all and I went up there and gave them my input and just said congrats or whatever you know just on the nice catch whatever anything like that you know just bringing their their, their spirits up a little bit cause you never know what's going on in anybody's life so Absolutely. I that positive energy that they that they have love to hear that I, yes. i've got a quick question so i don't know how many quarterbacks like went to multiple regionals mm-hmm. how was there much of a difference between ohio and la for the regionals um and yeah i think ohio had a lot of a lot of great quarterbacks you know i think dante moore was the only one that got picked out of that out of that group um of guys but there was a i think everybody in my class was committed that was there 
um, you know, great group of guys that can all spin it. But again, there's that deciding factor of how you guys are different from, than one another. I mean, sadly, I didn't get picked, um, but I know that within me, I, I, I'm a player and I can do things that I can do uh, better than a lot of other guys. But uh, honestly, L.A. was a there there wasn't that many like dudes, you know, so there wasn't anything. Nobody got picked in that in that uh, L.A. one. Um, so Ohio and it. And L.A. was a big difference. But, again, you had guys coming all over from, you know, Chicago, uh, Dante's from uh, Detroit, uh, me from L.A. So uh, there's a lot of guys coming from all over. It wasn't really just Ohio. Um, so there, there's a lot of guys all over. So you you had to transfer. You went to uh, Rancho Cucamonga here this year. What's been the hardest thing about transferring schools into your senior year? Uh, I know that's got to be a bit different, you know, depending on normal transfers as far as, you know, high school, but, you know, football and stuff like that. That has to be a different perspective. Tell us about the transfer process there. Yeah, uh, it was actually it was a, it was a big difference. You know, um, out here you have a different culture. There's a different culture in L.A. Um, with every type of guy that plays football here that really wants to, to play at a next level. Um, or, or any level, really. So uh, I think just adapting to that, you know, I'm around guys that have a lot of speed, um, a lot of speed, uh, well-known in the game, um, guys that really want it and that are, are trying for everything. So I think that's that's the biggest thing out here. Um, obviously, the weather uh, was a lot better out here. Uh, but um, really, that was it. You know, obviously, the playbook, too. I mean, Coach Hildebrand runs a, a beautiful playbook. That's my head coach right now. Um, you know, he also played quarterback, too, at Oregon State in Nebraska. So that's also a big bump. Um, so running his type of playbook, which is really like a college playbook, uh, true progression reads and all that stuff. So um, it was different. You know, I had to adapt. You know, I was I was lost um, a little bit, you know, first two weeks of practice. Like, what are, what are we doing? Like, this is weird. Um, and also playing a high level defense. You know, all my guys are they're going to be top level guys. You're going to be hearing them on Saturdays for sure. Um, and then just to see what defenses they run is, is crazy right now at a high school level. So adapting to that um, and then just living out here, you know, traffic too, that, that's another big thing, man. Jeez. But, uh, yeah, that, that's really it, just adapting. It's, there's a big adaption from, 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 Cali to, from, from Arizona to California. All right, CJ, you've, you've got an amazing story, and I want you to share it. Um, but – you know, kind of people who, who don't know you, um, you had uh, some medical issues that didn't allow you to play football from, correct me if I'm wrong, roughly like fifth grade to eighth grade, so somewhere like that. Yeah. But then 2018, something happens. Now you're committed to play D1 football. Like, yeah. tell us about your story. We want to hear it. This is just, you know, amazing. Yeah, I mean, I can tell this story for days, hours, you know, I can go into specific details about everything, but, you know, I always like to keep it as sweet as I can. But um, so, yeah, it was in sixth grade, uh, sixth grade, I was diagnosed with a disease called Crohn's. Um, you know, there's so many words you can describe it as, but I just describe it as a stomach pain, uh, but more than a stomach pain you would usually get. Um, it hurt really bad. Um, but yeah, I was diagnosed with that disease in sixth grade. Um, I had to get a surgery um, in later in my sixth grade year, my first surgery, I thought it would be my last, um, to, to, I had a, a lot of inflamed parts of my stomach that was eating me up and it was, it was getting, it was getting bad. Um, so, uh, as time went on, you know, going to seventh, eighth grade, we kind of looked at the option is football really going to be the thing anymore, you know, cause it was, it wasn't getting better. You know, I was on four, 
14 different medications, five, six, whatever it was, you know, I was on a lot of different medications and there wasn't the one that was able to put me in remission or, or, or remission, sorry, remission, <laughs> remission um, at all. So they were trying, the doctors had headaches. I know this was one of their hardest cases they had to deal with, um, but it was a, it was a task I think God put on, on me and, and much others too. So um, I've had 14 surgeries. Um, I've had tons of abscesses um so abscesses are basically like a ball of like ball of weird stuff i don't even know how to say it but i had two of them on my leg and i actually couldn't walk for a while um we and my parents had bought me a dog um and he was really like my helper to walk me downstairs and, and make sure i was okay enough because i would just lean on, lean on him and he would take care of me um so we had bought me a dog um you know it was crazy and then we we found the right medication for me humera so i've been taking those um, every week, actually. Um, and, and, and it really held me back. Like that disease held me back from a lot of stuff. I got held back actually in the sixth grade um, to see what my options would be if that was enough time to give me enough to be able to play high school football as a freshman. Um, so they helped, they held me back. Um, and it kind of was the best idea we could have done. Um, you know, everybody looks at it like, oh, you did it for football. But they don't really know like what the real reason was for so that 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 disease really took a toll on me mentally and physically and there was times i was really at my lowest i couldn't train you know i was stuck in the everybody wants to be at home all the time but when you're really at home 24 7 you can't even go outside it, it sucks like you know and i spent three of my birthdays in the hospital um which sucked i didn't get to have a birthday party i don't remember my last birthday party well since i'm older i don't really want a birthday party uh so but yeah, it's just, it sucked. And you know, October 15th, uh, 2018 was the big surgery I had. Um, it was supposed to be a three and a half hour surgery and ended up being 10 hours. Um, it's really nine and a half, so nine and a half hours. And I have a tattoo around my arm for thorns. You can't really see it right now, but there's, there's nine and a half thorns around my, my arm. Um, Cause you know, thorns are painful. Um, so, and everything that I went through was painful. So I think that was a great represent representation of what, what I really went through. And then this key I have right here um, on me is the foundation that I started for kids that have um, immunity, stomach problems. So I, I don't know the words, my parents know better than me, but just, just stomach problems. And I, I wanted to be able to help kids that went through what I went through um, and just be able to help them and talk to them because it sucks. You, I mean, you're alone at times, your parents obviously still have to work, you work. So you're really just figuring it out on your own. Um, you call them, but they can't really come to you because they're working. So um, it, it sucked. And I just want to be that person that can make a difference in someone's li life because you never know what can really happen to someone. You never know. Um, so it, it, it took a toll on me. You know, freshman year, I was at 115 pounds, a uh, little short guy. Um, and now I'm 190 pounds and it just came from grinding and work and God. I, I praise God all the time. And I tell everybody that. I mean, he helped me get to where I was because uh, I was on that hospital bed crying to him and asking him what I can do. And, and he got me out of it and uh, I'm still working. Um, I'm in remission, but it can come back anytime. But, you know, the doctors say I'm on a beautiful track and, and they've done an amazing job at Phoenix Children's Hospital to make sure I've been okay with everything. So I, I'm much appreciative for that. But, you know, that's a little summed up story of, of what I would, I really went through. And and that's, and that's a, like a great story. Like we kind of talked off air of like, you just don't, I mean, you kind of mentioned it before. You don't know what somebody's going through each day. They might look great on the outside, but inside they're torn up. And you, yeah. I think you got a really good perspective. You know, you know, it's it's unfortunate that you have to go through that stuff, but you've you've learned a lot and you've grown up maturity wise 
a lot from that and understanding what you know what more there is to than just football and you know big parts of life and you know that's that's awesome yeah so. no it's beautiful you know when you get to talk to those little kids that are really going through the things that I, I that I've went through it's it, it brings joy to my heart and I don't know about other people but it brings joy to my heart you know I think that's what I've been put on this earth to do is is to help others and I'll obviously play football but you know football is a short period of time so just be able to take that time and and, and help others be in the position um, to win again and, and feel on top um, and not so low anymore is is the best thing for me so I loved it man it was a great lesson for me and you know I can't wait to tell my story for the whole world too so it's awesome I just think it's remarkable man I'm I'm so I, I barely know you but I'm super proud of you man you turn everything negative to positive that's amazing I love the motivation behind it uh, a man of faith as well so I do understand the drive behind that too so definitely uh, appreciate you man for sure that that was an incredible story man <laughs> so let's let's lighten the let's lighten the mood a little bit more uh let's get back into the track of, uh so what about big blue and Boise state that stood out for you between yep. these other uh, people that offered do you I mean you're you're a talented guy man like what yeah. was it about Boise state you know um so the biggest thing actually to go back to my disease is is you know when I was sick, I always felt alone, you know, and I always had those couple of people that were there for me or that saw my potential, even when I was still hurting. You know, maybe they didn't see my potential, but they knew I had that drive. And and I had three, I think Boise was my fourth offer, um, and all my other offers didn't really give me that attention. And they were always there for me each step of the way. You know, they wanted to see me progress. They wanted to see me win after they offered me, and I love that. You know, I, I, everything I do is like is is loyalty um, and they've been loyal to me. You know, they said, if if we offer you like we're not going to offer another quarterback when you commit, like we're not offering another quarterback. Like, it's just you, you know, and I love that. You know, they, everything that they, they did was loyalty and I'm so big on loyalty. Um, and on top of that, you know, Coach Plow and Coach Avalos are great guys. You know, I love Coach Plow's offense. It's not a it's not a college or high school offense. It's, it's an NFL based offense. You know, quarterback takes control of everything. Um, you know, from the line checks um, to route adjustments um, to everything. So you got to really be dialed in with that playbook where you're going to be a, you're going to be a four years on the bench. And that's not something you want to do. And I love that. You know, I love challenges. I love challenges. I'm big on challenges. And I think that's the biggest thing that I liked about Boise. Um, and on top of that, you know, Boise isn't um, in L.A. It's not busy you know so i can really focus in on on what i what i really want to achieve in life and and what i want to be for a little bit um for football um and i love that you know i love to grind and i love to work so i think that's in boise that's what i'm gonna get and on, on top of that i'm not a guy that's gonna want 45 45 50 offers 30 offers you know if i find the school i like i'm gonna go there you know i'm not i don't need a hey i just got my next offer you know da, da, da. It's, just, it's not me you know it's not me I, I like to be under the shadows and move move in the dark like how I used to do and then everything will come to light eventually so and I, I love that so I, I committed um I want to say two weeks after after I got the offer um I actually committed driving back from I was driving from Arizona to California I called coach plow and I was like coach I'm committing like you know I just had I had all the I had all the thought process in the world about it you know I loved the school it was beautiful but Boise is just a, a great school the fan base is crazy they're awesome Man, they bring so much joy to my Twitter. Uh, they're crazy, um, you know, and I've actually talked to some of the fans um, on the DMs and stuff. So that's been so awesome, you know, just for them to be able to talk to a kid that's still in high school, you know, 
it's it's a dream come true. You know, a lot of kids dream of this, so it's awesome. I love Boise. I love the blue. Uh, the blue field really tripped me out when I got on there at first. It was like a, it was like eye boggling for a second, but I was like, I could get used to this. It's pretty easy. But Boise's awesome, man. I love it. Do you, uh, was it, uh, is it something you're gonna have to get used to with the blue field? Do they have blue practice field so then you can get used to it or something like that or change it to orange? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they actually have a they have an indoor field, it's green, it's just regular green turf. Um, they said they do practice on the blue a lot because a lot of kids like have that problem, like seeing it, especially with it's the different. blue, yeah, especially with the blue jerseys they might wear in game day. That's gonna be a different story too. So I'm a, I'll get used to it. I get used to things pretty quick. So I hope they bring back the alternative oranges. So that way you can just see it like it's night and day, man. I see you right. and Ashton just blazing a trail with orange. <laughs> That'd yeah, be man. amazing. <laughs> Go ahead, Luke. So are you planning on enrolling early? Yeah. So actually, my signing day is December fifteenth. Um, so December fifteenth, I'm gonna go back home. Um, I still have family out there. You know, I think everybody in my family will be back in Arizona um, from everybody, you know, all over the states, wherever my family lives and just spend those last couple of days they have with me um, back in Arizona. But yeah, I'll be, I'll be up in uh, Boise uh, January 1st. It will be my move-in day. So. so, so like starting early, I know it's big for quarterbacks, but like, when did, like, it just can't be a decision that you just like willy nilly make. Like when did you start making those types of plans to be ready and who gave you that advice? Yeah. Um, I think my, my dad, you know, he's always, he's, I'm this first kid that's ever really has played division one ball with anything. Um, so everything was new to us, but we always knew enrolling early, there's no downside to it. You know, you know, maybe you lose prom at high school or anything, but Boise obviously gives you the option to go back and go to that. But, uh, you know, it, it was my dad. He always set me up for in a great way and always had me winning and every and everything. So he said, let's graduate early. So I, I made sure I had my credits lined up. Um, I took summer school. All th I took him three years um, to just be ahead of him in all my classes. So all my core classes I'm already done with. Um, so really, I'm just taking dummy classes this year um, just to because I have to go to school. So but yeah, you know, my dad always helped me out with all that stuff. So he made sure I was on top of it and, and I'm good. Man, my favorite was doing like classes like drama or chorus, where it's just like easy breezy. The last yeah. year of senior year, take yeah. art two or something like that. <laughs> that's what Super, I'm That's what's up, man. Take uh, what weight training and PE so you can get both uh, yeah. at the same yeah. time. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, so you're in your senior year, right? You're you're at a brand new school. You got a, a head coach that knows the way around the quarterback position. What's something that uh, you feel is your main strength already, and what's something that you want to improve on? You know, headed into Boise State here coming up in the uh, the springtime. Yeah, um, I think you guys touched on it a little bit without saying the word. I think I'm a leader, um, and and that's what separates me from all the quarterbacks. Is I'm a leader. I lead different. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't just lead by my mouth. I lead by example. Um, you know, I pick my guys up. They all follow me. You know, the first day I started at Ransom, they all gravitated towards me, and, and it wasn't something I expected to do in one day. But it was something I expected to do, and that's his quarterback position. That's what you expect to do. Um, and I think that's really why my strong suit in this is my, my leadership. And then on top of that, it's my game style. You know, I play a – I don't know if you guys seen the guy that interview, uh, that did a little clip of me or whatever. You know, he play, said I played like Tony Romo, and uh, and he said I have a – I'm a great improviser. And I think that's what I am. Um, I think I, when a play breaks down, I'm able to I'm able to put us in a great position um, to win or, or get in that yardage that we need. Um, and I think the biggest thing this year was working on my, my footwork. 
Um, you know, Ryan Porter, one of my quarterback coaches, um, helps me out a lot with that. Um, and it's really just nailing the footwork. You know, that's why I said a lot of quarterbacks, their weakness is their footwork and they don't pay attention to it. You know, and, and I think that's my biggest thing that, that my upside this year um, that I've worked on a lot is my footwork. And I think that's going to put me in a great position with timing and all that. Um, and really just beating those DBs and breaking them down to their core. And that's my that's the funnest part about football is seeing the other, the other opponents really get mad and frustrated because that's when you know you got in their head. Um, and, that, and that's the thing I love about football is it's so easy to get in those guys' head. You just got to you got to work on yourself to be able to do that. And, and, and that's and that's the biggest thing. So. Um, yeah, just improvising and my footwork is, is is something I'm good at and something I'm getting better at too. Um, and obviously the knowledge of the game, uh, knowledge of the game, you can never stop learning about football, you know. Um, and I think I learned a lot more football than I ever had when I moved to California, especially with defenses, you know, especially running that college level uh, defense that we run right now with those college level guys that we have really. Um, so it, it, it's awesome, you know, I'm, I'm ready to roll. So you mentioned the likes of Tony Romo. We've talked to some of the running backs and, you know, they give us Alvin Kamar and, and a couple others. Who are some guys that you tailor after? I know like some people don't want to be their own guy and that's perfectly fine, but do you uh, have someone that you looked up to when you were younger or someone that you modeled your style of play of quarterback after? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say, yeah, I, I'll probably follow the same boat as those other guys. I wouldn't say I, I, I looked up to other people or wanted to be like someone, but I would say we have, I have a similar play type as some others. And I love that comparison that guy did of Tony Romo because if you, a lot of kids in our generation they look at Tony Romo and they're like, oh dude, he was he was poop. Like we look because when we saw him, he he wasn't good. You know, in my my generation when we saw him, he looked like a he looked like he was getting washed up a little bit. But if you really go back and look at his film um, and the way he played, it was just great. Like he played good football, great football. You know, he made plays on his feet, extending plays, it, it, everything he did, even being in the pocket, zipping the ball. Um, putting touch on it, you know, great ball placement, all that stuff. I think that's what how I play like. Um, and, and obviously, I get this a lot. Is is Patrick Mahomes? You know, I get that that whippy release. You know, uh, I've done the same throw. Every throw that he's really have made, I've 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 made too um, in practice or games. You know, um, and I didn't want to put it on my highlight tape because I didn't want college coaches to think that's what I do. But you know, that it, I, I do all those type of throws. You know, and I. I wouldn't say I play like Aaron Rodgers, but I just love the poise he has. And and I think that's what I have. You know, mentally, if you ask any of my teammates, you, they could tell you that we're if we're in the championship game, um, you know, just on seven on seven, we're in the championship game. You know, we need this this drive to score. You know, I don't get excited after the game. You know, I don't think we've done anything. You know, um, once I get the ring on my finger, I'll be like, OK, we accomplished it. But I'm not done. You know, I'll get excited, but uh, I'm, I'm never too high. You know, I'll always keep my emotions in check and I'm always I'm always level-headed with everything, you know. When the time is right, I'll get excited. But you know, it's just uh, the stepping stones to it. So, yeah, there's nothing better than a cerebral quarterback that can do a sidearm like Patrick Mahomes. So if that's what you're telling me, then I'm on board. And to be fair, Tony Romo is a great, great um, broadcaster. I think he can call a play. That's what makes the beauty of the NFL. But yeah. he did become broken glass near the end of it. I'm not a Cowboys fan, so I could say it out loud. Uh, <laughs> Luke might not, but I don't know. Uh, go ahead, Luke. I'm a I'm a 49ers fan, so I'm not a big Cowboys guy. It's all good. Uh, so before uh, the games and stuff like that, is there a certain song or artist that you like to listen to? Is there something that pumps you up or anything like that in particular? Yeah. Someone asked me this the other day, you know, and it's not like the hype music, you know. I, I listen to country. I'm a big country man, man. Uh, even though I don't, I don't, I'm a city boy right now. 
you know, once I'm able to buy a house, um, I'm buying it on some land and away from everybody where I can just have my horses and, you know, four wheelers and all that stuff. So, I mean, I listen to my country. Um, and, and then on top of that, I, I think I, li I listen to a little bit of like, just, you know, slow stuff, you know, still rap, but it's kind of like slow, you know, nothing crazy. Um, I just like to be chill. You know, if I feel loose, uh, that, that's dangerous for the other team. So once I get in that mood of my music, it puts me in that mood. And once I start warming up, it's kind of game over from there. You know, I, I, I feel comfortable. And that's what Boise State's going to be perfect. Like just yeah. that atmosphere, just kind of out in the wilderness. Yeah. Like, that's going to, that'll be great. Yeah. A hundred, hundred percent, man. <laughs> So going back to kind of the school aspect of it, do you have an idea of what you want to major in? Yeah. Um, um, so um, I think when I get there, they told me something about shadowing someone, see if you like the class or whatever. Um, I don't know that you guys been to college, I think. So <laughs> I don't know like the logistics of it, but you like shadow someone. So I want to be a GI doctor, so gastrointestines, obviously, just because of my situation. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to attack being a surgeon, um, but you know, with how life goes, I would have to see how that goes, you know, but, you know, being somewhere in that medical field, you know, even if I don't be a GI doctor, I want to be somewhere where I'm just in the sports world, working on someone or getting someone better. And that's my biggest thing is just getting people better, you know, back to, back to normal and just being able for them to function their body. If, even if that's a, or, you know, a personal trainer or, or anything in that, but I would really like to be a, a GI doctor and, and learn more about what I had um, and expand my knowledge on it for sure. I forget who it was. It was on the Pat McAfee show, but he was an NFL player, but he became a brain doctor. So I don't, he has a book out. So I don't know. You'll have to go back like a couple of weeks to the McAfee show to check him out. But I would recommend that book, man. I think you're the guy to do it. You have the brains, you have the brawn, man. Like if you can go at a high level at the NFL for multiple years and then learn how to become a brain surgeon and go back for your degree, I think that's something in the cards, man. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That's, that's unheard of. <laughs> that's crazy. It's rare for sure, man. Uh, so other than football, what other hobbies do you like? Do you play other sports? Do you like to do cool, you know, things that you're into? Do you like a show that you like to watch? What's some stuff that you're into? Yeah, um, I'm not big on TV. I don't I don't really, I don't, I don't know why. I, I kind of grew out of it, you know, in my younger stage. But if I'm only watching TV, I'll probably watch YouTube. Um, and I'm watching The Pivot or something. Um, but like, I like The Pivot. <laughs> but um, really, I, I like to just be outside like i just love being outside doing stuff you know back back then when football before football really got serious i used to ride four wheelers and have dirt bikes and all that stuff so i, I love riding um you know when i was when i lived in arizona for a little bit um well not for a little bit for a while uh i i used to go ride horses a lot with my friends um so i like riding horses um but you know I, I didn't really get to do that that much because my dad wouldn't let me because of football so um but even with the four-wheelers too but yeah just really going outside just enjoying nature you know you know you, i like being one with nature i guess you could say um and it's just beautiful outside you know you really get to just be outside and be yourself and just have fun hang out with friends um, go bowling i think i'm a really good bowler so i can't wait to get to boise and test all those kids because i don't think they got me i don't think they got me i'm a good I, I I will tell you, Steph Cobbs says he is a great bowler. So you will have to take him. We're going to have to see. Everybody says they're good at everything. He says he went a 230. So I don't know. The dude's pretty legit. I think he was in a league. So 30, that's, that's a little legit. That's, that's a little too legit. 
So next time, yeah, next time you, you talk to him, you'll have to talk some bowling or next time you go up there, do some bowling. I was going to ask you if you have any special talents or anything that you wanted the world to know, but it, it might be bowling. Bowling, you are the Chris Paul of of uh, high school bowlers. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, I'm, I'm working on my curveball. I'm working on my curve, you know. I have a couple other techniques I like, but I'm getting there. It's more consistency right now with the ball. I flick it off. I flick it off wrong, and it doesn't come the way I want it. So I'm working on it. But bowling gets really expensive, so I'm going to have to buy the ones from Walmart and set them up in the front yard and just start bowling. I'm going to have to get used to it. And I'm a lawn bowling specialist. <laughs> yeah, but I don't really have any hidden talents. You know, I'm just a, just a normal kid, really. Just, just like having fun. When I did bowling, I would just do it where you line up your your thumb with the arrow and just boom, right up the middle. There's <laughs> there's no curve for me, man. Just straight up the middle. Try to pick up the spade. That's it, right? I'm a, I'm a big guy. I'm six four, like two seventy. I just try just force, just throw it down there and try to have it all hit. So, I old was twenty six miles an hour. I, I let it go. Yeah, I let it. I let it go. I just ran. And I don't know if you can get in trouble for this. So I hope the bowling alley or anybody doesn't see this if I retweet it. But I, I just I took like 10 steps back and I just started running and I just threw it. I got a strike and I threw it weird, but I got a strike and I went 26 miles an hour. So I was like, I hold the top score for miles per hour on bowling. I, I, someone could top me, but I want to see it. <laughs> I, I do want to know, though, who wins between you and Steph in, in bowling. Like that is going to have to happen. Yeah, I don't know how much, you know, people grow up doing this stuff. So I think I really just started getting into it. But I did bowl a high 190. And I don't remember my real score. I think I have a picture of it. But I was playing with my friends. I got 190 something. Um, but I think I think I could if I get in his head, I, can, I think I could get in his head. If I get in his head, I can I can pull off the win. And I and I'm really good at getting in people's heads. You know, it's it's an easy mind game, really. So if I could get in his head, uh, I I can do it. I can beat him because then it's just it's just clowning him after that. It's just funny. <laughs> I think I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna text him after this and tell him I want I want my match with him. Yeah, tell him the C2C guy said that uh, we found you some competition filing. It's about to go down. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going live. Let's do it, man. So CJ, man, I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. Uh, is there anything that you would love to plug or anything that you would like to say, anything like that social media-wise that you want to get out there to the community? Yeah, 100%. You know, I just want to thank God, too, um, for putting me in the position that I have been put in today. Um, I'm very blessed and, and humbled to be where I'm at. Um, and then also, uh, I, I can't thank all my coaching staff at, at Rancho, Cucamonga High School, where CJ Stroud attended, and, you know, Darren Hall, a lot of, a lot of legends. Um, and it list goes on. I can't thank those guys for talking to me and, and spinning some knowledge into me. Um, and I also want to thank my old school, Williamsfield High School, uh, for creating me to the man I was today. Um, and I want to thank my parents, my family, and everybody. So I, and I'm very much appreciative for that. Um, and also the Boise staff for recruiting me and taking me on as a challenge. So I, I can't wait. Um, and then my Instagram is just cj.tiller, you know, simple. Um, and I have a lot of Boise pictures and, fo and football pictures up on that. So um, but thank you guys for having me. It's just, this is awesome.
Absolutely, man. We, we uh, definitely thank you for coming on and spending the time with us as well, man. And uh, we hope that uh, you, you did really successful, man. We're definitely going to be following you. We're, we're fans now, man. I was already a fan before him, but I'm a fan now after that story. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you progress, man, at Boise State. And us being a fantasy football type situation, I'll definitely throw you in some lineups, man, for sure. So uh, make me proud, buddy. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, once again, this has been the Future Freshman Podcast, and we will see you next time. Peace. Yeah, Bye.